Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week. My co-host, Scott Holler. He is... Uh, Coaching baseball, coaching his uh, his son's baseball team, and uh, anytime he gets a chance to hang out with his kids, he's he's got to go, and and I, I uh, I envy that for sure, and uh, hopefully they're uh, they're doing well. We've got a good show today. It's a little bit different, I think, than uh, than we would have if Scott was here. We we do just almost nonstop high school coaches, and I love that throughout the state. With Scott not here, we're going to change some of the stuff up just a little bit. We're going to talk to Mark Fuller, who's an assistant coach at UW-Whitewater, former head coach at Cumberland, is going to join us for a couple of segments. Then we're going to talk to the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. Then our current electric superhero of the week, a young lady from Arrowhead, will join us. And, man, she's impressive. Going to want to stick around for that. Uh, Scott Stoddy, the head coach at Burlington, he's also the vice president of the WBCA, will join us. 11.30, the general manager for the Lakeshore Chinooks is going to join us. And then we'll end the show with some scores and some talk about high school baseball in this area. But right now, we are joined by Mark Fuller, assistant uh, baseball coach at UW-Whitewater. And uh, they're having a heck of a year. Hey, Mark, how are you today? I'm do- uh, doing well, Mike. Thanks uh, very much. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Hey, let's talk about the days, if we can, um, uh, at Cumberland. And, and you were there for, for a long time, obviously, and collected 10 conference uh, tournament championships, 13 regional titles, some sectional championships. Man, rank 11th among Wisconsin high school coaches and career wins. So you did that for, for quite a while, I think 400 and almost 490 on the wins, if, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, I was blessed, Mike, uh, to be able to um, uh, be involved in high school baseball. I spent 37 years at uh, Cumberland. Wow. Uh, worked with some great uh, people, uh, loved every bit of, uh, bit of it, and uh, eventually got into the athletic director's position, and, and it became kind of difficult to do both. Uh, but uh, the year I got out of high school baseball, my friend John Vodelich uh, from Whitewater called me up and said, hey, I'd like you to help as much as you can. So this is my eighth year with them. So, uh, like I said, Mike, I've been blessed. I've spent 45 years in this game and and at two different levels. And uh, 
have enjoyed every single minute of it. Hey, Mark, if, if somebody, and I don't know if anybody's asked you this, and, I, and I'm throwing a, a question at you that might be impossible to answer, but if somebody were to say to you, what does the game of baseball, what has that meant to you in your life? I've got to believe that other than, you know, wife, kids, family, uh, baseball has just been such an important part of your life. Yeah, you know, I, I saw a gentleman at a um, a um, awards presentation a number of years uh, pull out a baseball from his sports jacket and said, it's amazing what this little sphere has done for me. And, and I'd say the same thing. I've been, uh, uh, my best friends uh, are baseball coaches. Uh, some of my best memories have been baseball coaches uh, and experiences in the game. I've been able to travel to um, and speak in, I think, eight or nine different countries. Uh, I've been able to... Um, uh, attend and, and speak at some nine or ten different state conventions, and you're right. Uh, I've got a great family, a great wife, uh, um, a Barb, and, and some great grandchildren, uh, and certainly they play a, an amazing part in your life. But uh, baseball provided me so many um, memories, friends, and experiences. Uh, it's hard to express. Hey, can, bring me back. Where did you go to high school? I went to high school at Wisconsin Rapids. Okay, uh, attended. Attended Stevens Point. I can't tell anybody from Whitewater that, though, Mike. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, from there, um, uh, I spent some time in the U.S. Army. I ended up uh, uh, spending a couple years uh, in the Wisconsin Rapids area, but headed up to Cumberland and and um, uh, was blessed to have spent uh, over 40 years up there. So it's kind of a home now, but uh, Whitewater is a second home. I spent a lot of time down there in the spring. Uh, it's a great uh, university, great program, and I've been very fortunate to be part of uh, their baseball program. Hey, Mark, if I if I were to be able to meet the, that that young guy just getting out of the service, and thank you for your service, by the way, if I were to meet that guy and I were to say, hey, I, I can see the future. You're going to coach baseball for 37 years. You're going to be put in Hall of Fames all over the place. You're going to end your baseball career, maybe end it, I don't know, as an assistant coach UW-Whitewater what would you have said to me? Yeah, you you, um, you would have never been able to anticipate what's happened. I, my first airplane flight was going to basic training. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it just, uh, uh, I've been able to get to uh, baseball parks all over um, uh, the United States. Uh, if you'd have told me uh, one day that, uh, or at that point, that I would be able to go to one game at Yankee Stadium, I would have been amazed. And I've been able to get the Yankee Stadium probably 20 times Wow! and uh, to do the things I've been able to do, uh, Mike, it's just not, nothing you could have realized uh, uh, when you were that 21 year old, uh, just getting out of college and heading into the army. Hey Mark, I asked, I do another show called faith in the zone. And in fact, tomorrow's show airs at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. And Chris Singleton, who's the newest member of the Brewer telecast played professionally with uh, Chicago White Sox and the Baltimore Orioles and Oakland A's. And on that show, I always ask these guys um, uh, this question near the end of the, the show. If all the uniforms that you've worn, if I could put them in a closet and pick one of them out and give it to you, and you can get one more game playing that sport, what would it be? And it's amazing. So I had a woman who was a big-time softball player a number of uh, weeks ago on this show, and she played at South Carolina. She was a multi-sport athlete all through growing up. Um, she played for the Olympic team. And I said, what uniform? And she said, the church softball team uniform. Mm. I said, really? And she said, you know, Mike, my, my husband passed uh, suddenly. And I was three days away from giving birth to our second son, and he passed away. And what nobody realized was he had gotten, like, they knew this part. He had gotten hit by lightning when he was a kid, and it enlarged his heart, and nobody ever, they never knew that. And he passed away suddenly, and she said, I would use, I would take out that church softball league uniform because it was co-ed. And I'd get to play one more game. With my husband, and I just tears flowing down my cheek. But the so the question for you with with all those teams that you coached at Cumberland, and, and I said, look, I can take out one year and you get one more game back. Is there a game that sticks in your head like, man, if I could just coach that game one more time? Does anything pop in your head for you? Well, I tell you, Mike, that's an incredible story, and and I think that would take me back to uh, a similar experience. I, I think back in, I believe it was 1989 uh, or 90, um, we were fortunate enough to go to the state tournament both those years. And, and I can still remember um, 
my dad and mom sitting in the stands watching that uh. game. And, and so, um, and my dad has, has now been gone for 28 years. So, um, yeah, I, you know, that, that's such a great story. And, and again, we've been so blessed to have been in so many, uh, experiences, but, uh, be able to hop in that uniform in 1989 and watch dad and mom up in the stands uh, watching that uh, sectional final, uh, certainly that would be one of the ones that would come to mind right away. Yeah, I, you know, this is the show, and my mom's been gone now a year, April 2nd of uh, 2021, and, and it's just a horrible day all around. Like, I couldn't wait to go to bed and have the next day show up. But this show, from 10 to 12 every Saturday, she never missed it. Coach, she never missed it. She, I'd say, Mom, do you know that I'm on from 8 to 9 with the Home Improvement Show and 9 to 10 with the Youth Sports Show? And she'd go, yeah, I always forget that. And she would roll her eyes and giggle a little bit. And she'd say, but you know I'm with you from 10 to noon every <laughs> Saturday. And, Coach, I have told this story, but um, I, I, Pat Cerrone, the head football coach at Oshkosh, I had him on the show, and my, my mom was calling me. My phone was going off, and I'm thinking, well, she knows I'm on the air. And then it went off again. So I thought maybe there was something wrong. So I I, uh, I said, hey, Pat, can we hold you over for another segment? We're going to take an early break. He said, yeah, no problem. I run outside, and I call her. I go, you okay? She goes, yeah, I don't like this guy. I go, what? <laughs> she goes, he's too cocky for me. I go, Ma, he's not trying to recruit an you know, 89-year-old woman with a bad knee. She said, I have some eligibility left, and you go back on the air, and you let him know that I think he's too cocky. I said, you got it, Ma. So I come back on the air, or can I go, hey, Pat, I got to tell you what happened. My mom was calling, and uh, I went outside to call her back, and she wants you to know that she thinks you're too cocky. He said, really? And everybody's laughing, and she goes, he said, what's your mom's name? I said, Joan. He said, Joan. When you win as much as I do, you can be a little bit cocky. Mark, my phone kept ringing. It was her. And all she had to do was call the studio. Like she could have got on with him. But it was hysterical to me, and I, I miss that those days a lot for sure. Hey, let's talk a little bit about UW-Whitewater. You guys, what a good year you're having. My goodness, it's uh, it's awesome. It, you guys play Stout uh, today at, uh, is it one? I think, 1 o'clock you guys play. You've, you've played them the last couple of days and have gotten two wins. And let's talk a little bit about this team. And you, uh, when we talked off the air, you said, man, this is a really good baseball team. Yeah, we're fortunate. I'm actually sitting, Mike, right now in my car about 150 yards from uh, the UW Stout baseball field where we'll be playing. You're right at 1 o'clock. We've got a doubleheader with them. And, yeah, we've, we've had a great year. Uh, we're 24-3. and three. Uh, and, um, or 23 and four, I guess it is. And, and, uh, uh, we're, we're down to the last 13 games of the regular season. Uh, I think we have a chance to win each of them. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we have a chance to make a very special season out of it. Uh, we act as still, as it has been for a number of years, one of the best, uh, division three, um, uh, uh, conferences in the United States. Uh, there's some outstanding teams, uh, from Oshkosh to lacrosse, Stevens point is having a great year. So, uh, we're challenged all the time um, uh, against good baseball teams, but uh, uh, we've really enjoyed it. We've got a great group. Our pitching staff has, has been outstanding. We've been able to stay away from uh, a lot of COVID issues, which is obviously uh, on everybody's mind today. And, and uh, you know, we've been hitting the ball. So um, we're looking forward to, to finishing up strong. Uh, we're going to be uh, uh, then hosting the conference tournament here in, in about three weeks. And, and we're also going to be hosting the NCAA regional uh, the week after that. So we're hopeful that we'll be getting into that. Uh, we do get an automatic bid, whoever wins our conference tournament. So that's going to be important for us. There are a lot of at-large spots available this year. Uh, I would certainly think hopefully we'll win the conference tournament. If we don't, I would certainly think we'd have a chance at getting one of those at-large bursts. But um, the conference is, uh, is strong, and uh, we've been fortunate to have a, a great year thanks to uh, a great group of kids. Hey, and you know, you had mentioned John, the, the head coach, and and he's, uh, boy, that's a good man. I I hear a lot of really good things about him as a baseball guy, and and even more than that, as as a guy that really um, takes pride in in helping mold young men as they move through their college career. And uh, you you certainly are a fan of his. Yeah, you know, John's an outstanding coach. I, I I've been around a lot of good people, and and from a knowledge standpoint. Uh, there's nobody better. Um, he does a great job. Uh, the university is committed uh, to their uh, program and to the young men in the program. Uh, we've got some great alumni 
who are a very big part of our program. And, and uh, you know, our goal is not only to um, uh, produce good baseball players, but uh, send people out into the community once they've graduated as good individuals and good people. So, um, yeah, uh, John does a tremendous job, and, and uh, uh, I'm just thankful to play a little part in that. Uh, we have a great coaching staff, uh, uh, you know, and, and we've talked before a little bit, Mike. It's it's kind of fun for me because um, for 37 years I was worried about uh, – uh, what was happening, when the buses were coming, uh, uh, who we play next, um, how we can promote our program. And now um, uh, my role is, is a lot of uh, basically just enjoying the game and the people in the game. Uh, they kind of refer to me as a resource person, which means you're you know a little older. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, John always refers to me as our mental coach, but um, uh, I've really been able to, um, uh, it's been fun for me to enjoy the latter stages of my career uh, being able to enjoy the uh, players, to watch the development of the kids, and and to take a little bit more of a personal level of of seeing how school's going and how uh, their life is progressing. So uh, I've been fortunate to have uh, the role I do with the, the team over the last eight years. You know, we had that discussion about uh, you know being. I've been a head basketball coach. I've been an assistant basketball coach, and I always thought I was better as an assistant coach because I could be the good cop, put my arm around the kid. I'd say, hey, did any pretty girls talk to you today? And they're like, come on, coach. You know every day these pretty girls talk to me, and they laugh a little bit. But it was that it was that role that I think that that I excelled in. And being you know being the head of the program as you were for a long time at Cumberland, you got to be the bad cop most of the time. Yeah. You know when somebody needs to be talked to, and and I didn't play that role all that well, I don't think. And so you you must enjoy. To be able to go to the go to the park, to go to practice, and be the guy going up and just being able to talk to these young men to see how the life is going. No, you're you're exactly right, Mike. I know for John, uh, there's no doubt that the toughest part of the year comes when we have to make cuts, and uh, we generally have some some discussions over that. And uh, uh, you know, it, it's tough to tell a young man who dreams of playing you know, uh, college baseball that, that he's not going to be able to make our program. And, and uh, you know, he agonizes over that and eventually has to have those tough discuss, uh, discussions. I've, uh, uh, I'm in a role where um, I see the kids after the cuts and, and uh, I get to enjoy, like you said, uh, finding out how, you know, life is going for them. So there are advantages of being an assistant coach, there's no doubt. And some of those duties we had as high school coaches or head coaches, um, yeah, you don't miss those, I think, uh, once they're gone. We are talking with Mark Fuller. Look, we've talked a lot about uh, about Whitewater. He is still very involved with the WBCA, and we're going to talk to him on the other side of the break about some of the things going on with the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association, the clinic at Strong success, and it was virtual this year. We're going to talk to him about that, the state all-star game, and and, uh, some things going on in high school baseball, and we'll talk to him on the other side. He's Mark Fuller, former head coach at Cumberland, assistant coach at UW-Whitewater. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGeer flying solo this week. Mark Fuller, assistant coach UW-Whitewater, former head coach at Cumberland, is our guest for this segment. And then the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers will join us for a couple of segments after that. Hey, Mark, uh, let's uh, let's talk uh, WBCA. I want to thank you and everybody at the WBCA for for the plaque and the fact that you guys uh, named me the Media Man of the Year. That was pretty awesome, so thank you for that. As well-deserved, Mike, and, and certainly um, all of us in the baseball community and, and uh, high school sports in general, thank you and the station for your coverage of the sport and and so it was well-deserved, and, and it's unfortunate that uh, this year we couldn't present those awards live, but uh, um, we're hoping uh, we'll see you at the uh, clinic next February, and, and uh, uh, we thank you again for your continued support of the sport. You bet, and I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And you're still really, really involved with the WBCA, and um, you, you know you have such a passion and a love for that organization, and to continue to, to have Wisconsin baseball 
uh, be really strong, and I think it's stronger than ever. They were talking in the Brewer game last night. There were three Wisconsin guys, you know, on the field, or at least in the, you know, on the two teams, and and you know that for me is is really impressive. And and I thank you for all the work that you guys do at the WBCA. Hey, um, the clinic that that we had uh, that you had over 720 coaches participated. And it was a virtual clinic with some r- ridiculously. Um, when you look at the lineup that you had, you know everything from from Pat Murphy, who's the the Brewer bench coach, uh, to Andy Haynes, who's the hitting coach, and Curtis uh, Curtis Gr- uh, uh, Granderson, who is an all former All Star, Derek Johnson. There's just you guys had just a great lineup, and to have seven seven hundred twenty two coaches participate in a virtual clinic is almost unheard of. So congratulations with that. Yeah, you know, um, we've always said that Wisconsin is a hidden gem in baseball, Mike, and, and uh, our coaches, um, uh, they uh, step up every year. Uh, our clinic, and, and we were worried. I remember our executive board talking as we decided that we would go virtual, you know, how many people are going to sign up? Well, uh, we were amazed as, as the numbers kept coming in, and, and uh, you're right. Uh, first of all, the, the virtual clinic we were able to put on, as you said, um, baseball people are great people, and uh they stepped up to the plate. My gosh, uh, as you mentioned, whether it was the, the Brewer coaches, uh, Brett Strom, the pitching coach for the Houston Astros, you mentioned Curtis Granderson, Derek Johnson, who's one of the top pitching coaches in the country, now, and now was with the Brewers, now with the Cincinnati Reds. All of those people presented, along with a lot of other great coaches around the country. And so um, uh, our numbers were fantastic. Um, you know, one could say, should we have a virtual clinic every year? Uh, of course, everybody likes to meet um, together, and that's what we'll do again next February. But um, it was it was heartwarming to to see um, the enthusiasm and the continued support of the WBCA uh, by the coaches of our state. So, number wise, I'll give you a good example, Mike. Minnesota, who also ran a uh, a um, virtual clinic and and had some good speakers, uh, they ended up, I think, with 386 attendees, uh, and our numbers almost doubled the state of Minnesota. So. Um, we couldn't be more pleased and, and happy with how the WPCA continues to be a part of the um, uh, coaches in our state. Yeah, I think it's really impressive, that number. And, and look, I hope that you guys understand, and I know you know this, and I know a lot of you guys know this, but when you can't come together, it, it, there's something about, you know, you guys all hanging out together, and, and when the clinic is over, you know, that's there. There's some fun times after that, but there's so much networking that goes on when you get to see people face to face. And one thing about baseball, guys, yeah, you, you guys don't mind sharing things. You know, look, hey, this is what I what I learned at this other clinic, and we're going to try to implement this. Basketball coaches, we keep everything to the vest, man. I'm not telling anybody anything. And baseball coaches and football coaches, I think, do a better job of saying, look, we're just trying to make baseball and our players to be bettered, to be able to compete at the next level, make our program stronger. So, look, I found this out, and I want to share it with you guys. And I I think uh, that's definitely the way to go. Yeah, you're exactly right. And you know, Mike, uh, having having been a coach um, uh, at those clinics, I think some of the best knowledge a person has ever received is in a motel room after the speaker's yes. talk and you start kicking around ideas among yourselves. And so that part of the clinic uh, uh, was certainly missed this year, and, and uh, we're looking forward to, to resuming that. But uh, you're right. I, you know, I've said over and over again, and I also coached a number of other sports, uh, uh, there's no, nowhere like baseball uh, where people um, are willing to, to help out, to get together. It doesn't take long to talk to one of these coaches, and you're, you're a good friend with them. And, uh, uh, and they're willing to share everything with you. So uh, we're, we're all blessed to be uh, in the sports uh, world. And, and uh, baseball coaches, uh, we're very fortunate that uh, uh, we have the individuals that are always willing to help us. And, and that's one thing I'd always encourage young people, uh, Mike, uh, young coaches, I think, um, reach out. Uh, reach out to uh, the veterans that uh, are in coaches or, or in schools around you. I think one of the things that uh, I remember the most is asking somebody if I could come over to their house on a Saturday or or um, uh, could I visit with them after a game. And, and I think those were some of the greatest lessons I ever learned. So um, for young coaches, take advantage of the people that are willing to share um, their experiences in the game and, and uh, 
uh, you'll be blessed by what you get back. You know that I I can't uh, agree with you more. I had when I was a young coach. There's a head basketball coach at Marquette High, Paul Nowak, and I I ran into him. And it wasn't like we were friends or anything, but I asked him a simple question. How is it that you run this kind of press and you never get beat long? He said, uh, what are you doing Saturday? I said, I'm free. He said, here's my home address. Come on over. And I thought, well, this is odd. Should I bring lunch or what? So I go to his house. He moves the furniture around in his living room, Mark. And this is a this is a highly successful a Hall of Fame high school basketball coach, and he said, look, this is how we do this. And he was sweating, and he was showing me how they jump this pass, but they do this, and they rotate, and this is the rotations. And these are the the drills we do in practice to be able to, to accomplish that. And I said, Coach, you know, we play you twice next year. He said, yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> and I, I, I got in the car, and I just started smiling. And that set the tone for me as a young coach that if he was willing to do that, that I would do the same. So I agree with you 100%. Hey, it's pretty exciting that the All-Star Game this year, July 9th and 10th, um, 72 seniors are going to participate. It'll be held in Oshkosh. And this thing is right now, it's a go. We're ready to get it going. Yeah, you know, that was a big disappointment last year uh, to uh, be unable to hold uh, the event that's been going on since 1984. And uh, we're excited. Obviously, it's going to be a little later than usual because of the uh, the moving of the season to um, a later date, but uh, uh, we're we're excited and uh, we've got everything uh, underway as far as uh, working with the University of Oshkosh, where we house our students um, or our players, and uh, uh, we're finding all the other things that are part of that All Star Weekend. So at this point, obviously, um, you never know what could happen, but uh, there's no reason to think that we shouldn't be able to have it, and uh, we're we're excited to be able to put uh, on display uh, 72 of our top seniors this year. So. Uh, that's uh, uh, something that uh, I think the WPCA members look forward to each year, and and uh, looks like uh, this uh, July we'll be able to do it again. And you know, last but certainly not least, and, and very excited to, to talk about the semifinals and state championship um, on the same day up at Fox uh, City Stadium, and uh, you're looking at um, June 28th for D4, 29th, 30th. July 1st for D1. So between the 28th of June and July 1st, we'll have state champions. And uh, I, I love the fact that, look, we're going to be able to do that at a really cool location. In fact, following you on today's show is uh, is the president of the Timber Rattlers. He's also with, uh, I think, the president of the Dock Spiders. And that is in, I believe, Fond du Lac, where, where the quarterfinals are going to be played. Yeah, we're fortunate. And uh, to be able to use... Uh, the stadium there has uh, been a special thrill. Um, we were fortunate enough to uh, be able to be part of the first state tournament in Appleton back in 1998. Wow. And uh, it's a tremendous, uh, a tremendous place to hold the state tournament. Uh, the WIAA, uh, thanks to them for uh, uh, just, just putting these plans together. So uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be championship day. Uh, one of the things that uh, is part of the COVID um, uh, time is uh, – uh, they are going to limit travel, and so, as you mentioned, Mike, uh, uh, each of the championships is going to be played uh, on a separate day, and the quarterfinals, thanks again to Fond du Lac, uh, the quarterfinals for Division One will be held on the Friday before uh, Monday would be the rain date, uh, and uh, that will bring the Final Four into uh, their tournament day on that, that Thursday. So uh, it's exciting. There's nothing better than uh, to look forward to a, a state tournament. It's a great place to, to hold it. And uh, when you've got that and then the all-star game to follow a couple weeks later uh, or a week later, uh, what a great way to um, finish up a high school baseball season. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for your time. Hey, this doubleheader at Stout today is a lot closer to your home than going to Whitewater, right? Well, I'll tell you, last week I drove to Stevens Point on Tuesday, Whitewater on Friday, and back to Stevens Point on Saturday. So, uh, Mike, this is... um, uh, this is like uh, you know driving down the street. So uh, awesome. the last the last two times we're supposed to play in Stout, both times weather drove the games back to Whitewater. So I'm thankful it's sunny skies and it's going to be 75 degrees and a beautiful day for some WEAC baseball. Yeah, it is baseball weather. He is Mark Fuller, assistant coach at UW Whitewater, former head baseball coach at Cumberland High School. Mark, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend and good luck in that doubleheader today. 
And thanks again to you, Mike, and, and your support of baseball and, and uh, anytime. What a great show, and we look forward to listening it every week. Excellent. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers and the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. I don't know a lot about them. know a lot about the Timber Rattlers. And uh, Rob will join us. We'll, we'll get the uh, pronunciation of his last name. He's been with the Timber Rattlers a long time. Looking forward to talking to him on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save. Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo this week, Scott Holler. AD and head coach at Oak Creek is uh, traveling and coaching his son's team. Wish them uh, wish them luck today. We're now joined for the next two segments, President and CEO of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers and the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. We're going to talk a lot of Timber Rattlers, but I'm going to ask them about the Dock Spiders because I don't know much about them, but I know a ton about the Timber Rattlers. Hey, Rob, uh, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. How are you today? I am doing great. Gearing up for... Uh our baseball season to start, so I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank God, right? I mean, thank God. It's yeah, the next yeah, week. Here we go God, again, yeah. and we played that theme music because it's going to be 80 today, and let's get that kind of Miami feeling and baseball time is ready to go. Yeah, our team actually uh, arrived from Phoenix today, so I'm sure they've heard these horror stories about coming to Wisconsin. Right. It's so cold, so... They're going to be pleasantly surprised when they find that it's 80 degrees in Milwaukee as they drive up to Appleton. So, Rob, you've been with the Timber Rattlers 25 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, time flies. But, yeah, it's, this is my 25th season. So you and I have met. I don't know if you know that. Um, years ago, 18 years ago, I've been with this uh, the radio stations for 18 years. Prior to that, I worked for a independent sports marketing company, and Larry Trucco was the guy that I worked with with the Timber Rattlers. And I got to tell you this story because it, it makes me laugh every time I tell it. I I sold in the first Bratzuka gun into the Timber Rattlers, and I sold it to Shermick. And I was sitting in the front row the first time that thing was used. And Larry was to my right, and the president of Shermick was to my left. And we were there, and the first time that thing got used – they shot the 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 brat or the the package out of the stadium and everybody went crazy. So now they went straight up and shot it and the guy behind us caught it. And now the truck is going around uh, and and they're shooting this up and the guy behind us opens it up and he's starting to eat it and I look and it's a hot dog. And now I try to keep the attention of the president of Shermake because. He, he has the brats up there, and I didn't want him to notice it was a hot dog. And I, and I keep talking to him so he doesn't turn. And just as the guy took the last bite, he goes, how was it? He goes, man, that was so good. Thank you. And I grabbed Larry Trucko. I said, hey, Larry, the guy was eating a hot dog. He goes, no, he wasn't. I go, yeah, he was. He goes, Shermake doesn't spot. We don't get Shermake hot dogs. I said, you can't have this happen again. If that guy would have noticed that. And so he called somebody. And I, you, you were working there, obviously, during the time that Larry Trucco was there. I was. I was. So you're, you're like a living legend uh, because the Bratzuka is our signature. And it's been shot ever since that day, uh, all 70 games, every game. And it is still something people, it's, again, it's our signature. People, that's what they come to see. Well, we did, uh, you, and, and that's cool that you say that. I'm glad it's still going on. And I was at a game a couple years ago, and I saw that it was still going on. And the, the, the crowd, the same, the same experience, when that, that truck starts to come, the crowd just goes nuts. And it's a free brat. I mean, so it's not like you're getting a million dollars, but they go nuts. And the, the kids, your your, uh, your promotions team always has fun with it. And I know they did back then, and they still do. We we did a number of programs with, with you guys back back in the day. Um, one, one other one that I know, Larry, it didn't work out so well. We had a dice game. Do you remember yeah. this? And, oh, and, yeah. No, I remember all of this. You're, you're going way back. Way yeah, back. You're, you're and some of the things that, that all went wrong. Yeah. I'm <laughs> telling you, the 
Larry Larry goes, hey, man, we didn't pick up the insurance on this thing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that was the whole program I sold you. You were supposed to. He said, yeah, we just didn't think anybody would ever get close. And somebody had won it. And, oh, it was just I had more fun coming up there for games and hanging out with the staff. And it was always, Robin, I can tell you it's the same thing because my daughter and her husband, and I have three grandsons, she called me a week ago and said, hey, Dad, um, Tim Rattler's playing again this year? I said, yeah. She said, man, we're going to make sure we get up there for one or two games. We love that experience. And I said, I know you do. I had her with me as she was a kid. And she would come with me up there to, to, to games, and we would just have a ball uh, going up there. And it, it it hasn't changed. I'm on your website, and I'm looking through all the stuff that you guys do. And, Rob, one of the things that jumped out at me this morning when I was doing research, and I think it's spot on. When you go to their website, look, look at their mission, and it is exactly what the Timber Rattlers are about. Our team will create the best entertainment experience in Wisconsin so that every guest walks away with a smile and a desire to return. I don't even think you have to be the biggest baseball fan to be to, to enjoy your experience with the Timber Rattlers because of all the things that you guys put into place while you're there. You're exactly right, and and, you, and thank you for mentioning our mission statement. Uh, and you notice there isn't anything about baseball in there. Obviously, we're a baseball team, but uh, we don't control the product on the field. That's something that, as an affiliate of the Brewers, they provide all the players, and as much as we'd love to see the team win, and uh, but we can't control that. And, again, it's about player development and moving these guys up so they can help the Brewers at some point. But what we do control is the fan experience, the fun that you have here, so you hit the nail on the head. You don't have to be a baseball fan. Uh, we, we hope to turn you into a baseball fan while you're here, but you're going to have a good time regardless. And the number of times that people will be leaving here and we'll be saying goodnight to everybody at the front gate, and people say, you know, I don't even know if we won. You right. Know, I had a great time. And, and that's, what it, that's what it's all about. Hey, the other part of that mission statement, there's a second paragraph, but the one that I highlighted, because I think it, it just says a lot about who you are and, and the people that are um, around the, the Timber Islanders. Our team has the opportunity and responsibility. That's the part that I really underline. Our team has the opportunity and responsibility to positively impact our staff, players, fans, and community. And I know from way back, that part of it has just been a staple of who the Timber Rattlers are and what your beliefs are, that you guys have that opportunity and responsibility to impact everything that that is in and around the Timber Rattlers. Yeah, and we, we're, we're a part of the, the, the community. We want to give back. Uh, we, we, we do everything we can to, to make an impact in, in all of northeast Wisconsin, but honestly all over the state now. Uh, we, we Back in the days that you're talking about, we were a Mariners affiliate. Yep. Uh, but now that we've become a Brewers affiliate, uh, back uh, the first season was 2009, uh, we really become a statewide team where there's a lot of interest in coming over. And So we try to impact the entire state, um, specifically up here in the north in northeast Wisconsin, but uh, we, we take it seriously. Uh, we, uh, we, we're, we're a self-sustaining organization. We have uh, every, everything we do is internal. So we have our food and beverage we take care of in, in, in-house. We have over 450 game day employees that we employ here. We have over 30 full-time staff members. So there, there's a lot that we give to the community. We host, uh, you know, and this ties into your show, we host the WIA State High School Baseball Championships. We take that very seriously. We think that belongs here in, in Appleton. And, uh, yeah, whatever we can do to, to make a difference, uh, we try to do that. You know, we had uh, Mark Fuller, the assistant baseball coach UW-Whitewater, on for the first two segments, who's really involved with the WBCA. And and he just completely praised the stadium, the experience, the way your staff, everything that, that surrounds the state high school baseball tournament, the fact that you have been a partner with the WIA and and the WBCA to, to host those games, I think is really impressive. And and Mark could not um, speak highly enough of the experience for the kids, the parents, the communities that get a chance to come and experience it at at your stadium. Yeah, well, that, that's that's great to hear, and it's it's appreciated, and, and that's the, that's the kind of stuff that we want to to have people go out into the, into the community and say about us and. Uh, it takes a lot of people to do it, but uh, we, we have a lot of great people here that make sure every event that we host, uh, small or big, um, goes off without a hitch. Hey, Rob, when, when you were going to Whitewater and, and 
look, that that was a while ago. You got your degree in marketing. Had I pulled you aside and said, hey, look, 25 years or, you know, whatever, how many years it's going to be, if I started saying to you, look, you're going to be, you know, you have won the, the Midwest League President's Award, you know, in 2005, 2018, recognized four times. There, we don't have enough time to 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 say all the awards that you've won over the years. But if I had pulled you aside and said, here's what your career is going to be like, what would you have said to me? There's no way. There, There's absolutely no way. And it's funny because when I, my senior year, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and I went to my career counselor for the first time. And when I go and speak at different, whether it's high schools or colleges, I say, utilize these services. It, it, it was extremely important. And that's, it really helped guide my, my path. He, he kind of asked me the right questions, asked what I liked. I've always been a baseball fan. And he's like, well, did you ever try applying? Isn't there a new stadium? You know, you live in Green Bay. When you drive from Whitewater to Green Bay, there's a new stadium just off the highway. Did you ever try applying there? And I said, honestly, no, because in my world, there was you know, the major league teams, Brewers, Bucks, Packers, you know, things like that. And I never thought about minor league baseball. I applied, uh, and that's a long story as well, but I uh, ended up getting an unpaid internship. After I had graduated, all of my friends thought I was crazy because you obviously go to school to get a paying job. Right. And uh, I, I thank God for my parents and their willingness to say, you know what, this is this is a dream for you. Do it. Live at home for the summer. We completely support you. And then the rest is history. Got hired in, in ticket sales, uh, worked in ticket sales for two years, and was promoted to baseball and stadium operations. Had done that for two and a half years. Then Larry... Um, moved on and uh, I was offered the position of president and GM and have been doing it ever since. And then this past off season with all of the changes at major league baseball and with COVID and everything it had done to our organization, I'm now part owner of the team as well. So yeah, I, I would have told you, you are completely crazy. <laughs> if you would have told me this is where I would have ended. Hey, anything, everything you need to know about this young man, I, I can tell you in this sentence, 2019, the team was named to the inaugural list of top 50 best employers in all of sports by front office sports. The only, only, only minor league team to do so. And that starts at the top. It just does. We're going to keep uh, Rob over for one more segment. Got a number of questions. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the Timber Rattlers as far as, you know, cost per ticket, which I think is is just a great family um, adventure to be able to go to these games. And then I'm going to ask him a little bit, how do you how do you do both jobs with the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders? And we'll ask him about that as well. This is a busy man, and I know for a fact that if I asked him about his wife, Nikki, and Cooper and Davis, we could spend the entire segment about she must be really patient. She must love this man a lot because he, he's he got to be gone an awful lot. But he certainly is doing some great work up in the Valley. He is the president of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. He is Rob Zerva. I mean, my, how close is that? Uh, it was close. Zerjav. Zerjav. Yeah, that's what Mitch told me. Zerjav. And I even wrote it down. He has robbed Zerjav. And, and I don't remember meeting him. He doesn't remember me. But our uh, our lives, we certainly crossed paths back in the day. We'll continue our conversation with him. This is the Pick and Save. Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Oh, welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show, like presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. In other words, Second segment, and I'm telling you, this is an impressive young man. He is the president, CEO of the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, one of the owners. And I think the president of the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders. Are you the president of that, that team as well, Rob? I, I am. I am. Yeah. Man, a lot going on. A lot going on. And obviously you've got a great staff that, that assists you in both, uh, both teams. Well, exactly. Exactly. We have a much bigger staff in Appleton, but they also augment and help, uh, help down in Fond du Lac. We, we right now have two full-time staff members in Fond du Lac. Um, Chris Ward is our GM. He does a great job. Noel Clark's our assistant GM and they're both fantastic. Uh, and then Ryan Mead is our vice president. Ryan was the original GM for the Doc Spiders when they, they first started up. He was the Northwoods League uh, GM of the year as well in 2018. Um, and just our short history there, we've already won two championships. Um, and it is. It's a great experience down in Fond du Lac. Uh, but it does take a lot of great people to, to make it work. Yeah, it, it has to because 
Man, you're only one person at this point. Do you get to every Tibber Rattler home game? I'm at virtually all of the Tim Rattler home games. Um, I will get down to Fond du Lac for a handful. And depending on what events are happening in each spot or kind of the weather, if the weather's bad, I'll stay in Appleton to make sure that we can get those games in. Um, but I try to get down to Fond du Lac as much as possible as well. Uh, they play about half the season that, that we do in Appleton. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a busy summer of baseball. But, uh, again, at the end of the day, I get to go to a ballpark as a job, and, and there's uh, – Nothing, nothing much better than that. It's not. And Tuesday, May 4th is the opener. And, and Rob, I worked in prior life. I would worked for the Milwaukee Wave, and I was director of sales marketing with the Mustangs, the arena football team. And there gets to a point where the snowball is coming down the hill, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. You, you just better be ready for opening day. And I know that you guys are, are definitely ready for Tuesday, May 4th. And the cool part is Garrett Mitchell is going to make his professional debut with the Timber Rattlers on May 4th. He was the Brewers' uh, first-round pick, and and that's kind of exciting. I'm sure that uh, there's a buzz in the air about that. Uh, for sure. No, we're really excited about that. I think a lot of baseball fans know who Garrett Mitchell is, given the spring that he had with, uh, with the Brewers down in spring training. Yep. And he just kept hitting. And it, it's funny, we hosted the, the Brewers' alternate site here last summer and then again this, this spring. Um, so Rick Sweet, who's the Nashville Sound manager, was running the camp here, and I talked to Rick, and he said, you know, Garrett Mitchell is the second best prospect he has ever been a part of. And then we got to talking, and wow. he was telling me basically the first one was when he, uh, in his first managerial role, uh, was the manager for Ken Griffey Jr. So I'm like, okay, well, that, that puts it into perspective. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. one, Garrett Mitchell two. Okay, I, 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 I can believe that. <laughs> you know what? I – I bet you can't wait for Tuesday. I'd love to watch that. That's a really impressive statement for a guy that's been around this for a long time. Hey, for people that have interest, um, you can you can Google uh, Timber Rattlers, Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, MILB.com slash Wisconsin to get to their website, or if you Google them. And, and look, there's all the information that you need about the stadium and prices and, and things like that. But understand what we're talking about here. It's a great experience. Grass seats are $8. So individual tickets, you can sit in the grass at $8. Reserve bleacher seats are $12. And box seats are $15. Club level, $22. And then all-you-can-eat seats. They'd lose out on this for me. $31. (laughs) Patio tables, VIP suites. There are group tickets, season tickets, you know, bobblehead. If you want to just go up there for bobbleheads, you can you can buy those ten tickets for the games that they have bobbleheads and and collect that that bobblehead. There there is something here I think for everybody, and and I've got to believe I hope Rob that you never ever take it for granted at the end of the game when all these kids are leaving with smiles on their faces and the parents still have twenty bucks in their pocket and they just had a great experience whether you guys win or lose and. You hope that you win, but when you watch those kids leave the stadium to walk out to the car to go home for the night, got to feel pretty good about the experience they had with you. Yeah, no, and I, I will not take that for granted. We've talked about it as a staff, uh, but also, you know, the fact we didn't play last year, and even talking to some of the players that we've had at the alternate site and some of the coaches, they said, you know, you do eventually, you start to take a little bit for granted, and oh, you know, all these fans are here, and all they want is autographs. and they're like, we're never going to take it for granted again. Just the fact we didn't play last year, we're going to love being back to the stadium. We're going to love being back there when there's fans there. So it was really exciting to hear. And, uh, yeah, personally, no, I, I never want to go through something like that again, and I will not take it for granted. But the fact that we can have fans here and can, again, make memories for families and, and for kids, That's in, in our world, that's what it's all about. Hey, last last story about uh, back in the day, I guess. They uh, – the Mariners had drafted in the first round a 6'11 lefty. And out of, I believe, a high school in Michigan. And for some reason, I was there. And he he was there. It was like his first or second day. And this young man, he had some growing up to do. And he talked about when he graduated from high school, uh, that night he broke back into the high school and he turned on the copier and he made copies of his backside. Right. And he wrote on there to, to the teachers and he put them on all the doors, you know, kiss my million dollar bud or he didn't use that word, but he put them on the doors. And when he's telling the story, I'm just thinking, oh, my goodness, young man, you just signed this big, giant contract with the Mariners. 
I don't know. I, I'm not sure. Hopefully you can really bring it. And I never knew what happened to him because I never heard. I don't think he made it past double A. But I remember like it was yesterday. There was only 15, 16 people even around the dugout at that point. And I just listened to him. He didn't even know I was standing there. Listened to him telling this story. And I walked away shaking my head thinking, oh, boy. He drove up in a, like a motorcycle. And it was just very funny to me. But for some reason, Rob, I never forgot that. Nope, yeah, that's Ryan Anderson, yeah. There, <laughs> that's, that's funny. We've talked about him recently because very rarely do we get the opportunity to promote a player. Uh, these guys come in, they go out. Not a lot of people know who they are. He came in with a lot of fanfare. Garrett Mitchell coming in with a lot of fanfare gives us that opportunity <laughs> on the opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes yeah. to who these people are. You yeah. know, Ryan Anderson, he ended up flaming out. I think he's a, a, he went to, to culinary school, and I think he's a chef in Arizona. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he went down the wrong path, wrong attitude. And everything I've heard about Garrett Mitchell is the exact opposite. Exact Great opposite. Kid, you know, smart, uh, understands where he's at, understands who he is. Uh, so I'm looking forward to meeting him uh, probably later today. But uh, let's well, hope he has a, a better career than, than Ryan Anderson. I've heard nothing but good things about Garrett Mitchell as well. Just as far as you know, the head on his shoulders and and uh, understands what where he's at in the organization, things like that. Hey, Rob, thank you so much, and I appreciate uh, you giving us two segments. Good luck on Tuesday. Again, for people that want to experience the Timber Rattlers, you can Google uh, Google Timber Rattlers, and you get all the information you need. Their website milb.com slash Wisconsin. And that'll get you to this uh, this website with all the information. And if you have questions, anybody up there can answer the questions you have. You want to bring a group up. You want to do a company outing. All of this is available. And if you haven't been to that stadium, it, it, it you will you will go back. Get there one time, and trust me, you'll come back a couple of times this year, a couple of times next year, and you'll continue to do that. Rob, keep up the good work. And, uh, again, thanks for your time. Let me go down memory lane with you a little bit. Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Mike, and I, I hope to see you out at the ballpark this summer. I, I will come up and say hello when I'm there. Thank you very much. On the other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week, Emma Burker. She is from Arrowhead, and you're going to want to stick around for that. She is quite impressive. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. 